And here's a crazy thing. In 2017, the longest we ever stayed in our own house was 24 days in a row. So we didn't even ever spend a whole month there in 2017. That makes me very tired. Yeah. I mean, that that seems like (laughs) a lot. But that was before we had kids. Or I guess, wait, no, that was when I was pregnant with Wit. Yeah, it was... It was at the end of the year, 2017, we ended up spending time. But before you were had him, wow. while you were pregnant, we were wow. bumping around very quick. Wow. Good on you. Thank you. Thank you, you deserve, for that recognition. I appreciate that. You deserve a treat for that <laughs> one. Yeah, that was a crazy year. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 405. In the United States, there are four states that have completely banned the use of any roadside billboards. Think you know what they are? Take a guess and I'll let you know at the end of the show. Here's a little hint. In 2019, we took a road trip through two of these states. Travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Heather Sherry, and joining me today is the person who keeps wishing that we spend more nights away from our very comfortable home, Travis Sherry. That is true. I I do. When we go through here, we do have a very comfortable bed and mattress, so I actually enjoy sleeping on our bed. But as you'll see in the stats today, our 2019 travel stats, the numbers, it is a downward curve for the amount of places that we sleep each year. And I guess you're right. It's more that I don't want to have more places slept. I want to have more nights away. away. So we could okay. talk about that. So interesting. And, and we could talk about that because the nights away have stayed fairly consistent, but the places slept have gone down, which means essentially we're staying longer for longer chunks of time at places, which is our goal. Oh, that's my goal for sure. Yeah. The fast travel is no longer a part of our life. And even before we had kids, it was kind of stressful moving every couple of days. But certainly now that we have kids, we just cannot pack up every two to three days. We have to stay for longer stretches. It just makes a trip much more enjoyable. So I guess while doing these stats, I guess it's bearing out something that we've wanted to happen. You maybe a little more than me, although I always say I want slower travel. And then when I get there, I he just know, gets I too excited. He just too gets excited. too excited. He wants to see it all. But we are doing our 2019 travel stats today. And if you're new to the podcast, each year we do a year in review. And this year, it's a seven-part series. So we've already put out our 2019 travel superlatives. This is our second episode in the series. It's our, it's all of our stats. So all you number nerds, you're going to rejoice. If, you, if you're not a number nerd, but you do like just following along with the podcast, well, cool. We've got <laughs> some stats for it. you. 
Um, and then we'll have Best Meals of 2019, which, spoiler alert, we've already actually recorded. We were so excited for that podcast, we decided to record the Best Meals podcast as soon as we got done our notes for that because we just couldn't hold it in. So that'll be coming out very soon. So much good food in 2019. Yeah, we then- actually had to go out and get some food after that. Like, immediately after <laughs> that, we went out and got food. It made us salivate that much. And then number four, Best Coffee and Wine, which is really my domain. That is. Then we'll go into the Best Beer, which both of us will do. Those are supposed to be mini episodes. They might be a little shorter. We'll see. Hopefully. Uh, No promises. Episode number six will be best desserts. And then episode number seven will be be our best experience of 2019. So we'll be rocking those out over the next couple of weeks to you guys. So let's have jump into the stats. This takes us, what would you say? Because we're talking numbers five to seven hours. Yeah. And And this year was a little quicker. And you do more of it than I do because you really like to dig into the stats. It just really gets your, you know, blood running and you enjoy it a lot. So I help you with the memory because sometimes you don't always remember all the places that we've stayed. All the time. I have a very hard time. My memory is getting worse and worse. Although I have to say that since our friend Kalen Bohr told us, I think in 2018, he told us that you can turn on your location services on Google Maps that will literally show every place you've been every single day and Trav was so funny because he I I reminded him of this fact he didn't have it on his phone but I had turned it on on my phone and I said listen just check Google Maps check the timeline on Google Maps and he was like no that's cheating that's making it way too easy It was. I, I'm a little sketched out by the fact that Google Maps knows exactly where I was every minute of every day that being said there's pros and cons I don't know if it's worth it, it was very easy this year to do it. Yeah, I mean, I guess whatever. I People know where I am. Mind. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little scared <laughs> of Big Brother, and then I think, well, whatever. You do all this other stuff that people know. Uh, sure. Either way. We check in on Instagram or Facebook, and that also is very helpful when we go back and look at things like we've forgotten. And So we had we had two computers. We had another big monitor. We had Instagram open, Facebook open. We had the Google Maps open. And photos. Uh, yeah, we had just photos on. Heather takes basically at least a photo a day of something. So between all that, Almost we were always. able to go through 365 days of last year and figure out where we slept every single night. We did. I did have to ask a few friends, like when I go on trips on my own, that's where Heather, obviously her memory is not, she doesn't have a memory of that, especially when I go to Colorado on my guy's trip. Um, so I had to ping my buddy Matt and be like, wait, what nights do we sleep where? Um, so we had our Airbnb open, our hotels.com. So we pieced it all together and 365 days and have, let's just, let's dive into the numbers then. If you guys do the same thing before we start, let on Instagram, let us know. Your, your numbers, because I am a hashtag numbers nerd. So please, I'd love to hear yours. I slept in 2019 36 different places. Yes. And I slept only 34 different places. So Trav beat me by two nights. You can have them. Two places. That's two right. Two places. Sorry. And it, it's a, it is a far cry. We have our numbers all the way back to 2015, which is I, as a numbers nerd head, this is what I really well, love is looking at it year yes. after year. I mean, that's why we do stats to kind of see how each year changes. And that is exciting. Yeah. So in 20, our high point, both of us in 2015, I slept in 72 different places. And I slept in 74. So we are at half of that at this <laughs> point. So we have cut our number of places slept in half in the last four years. Yeah. Four or five years. Um, 
But, and for me, it's just been a downward trend. So now we'll talk about the places. So like I said, I slept in 36 different places. You slept in 34. We're going to give you the amount of days in each place. So the by far the most was the house that we live in here outside of Philadelphia. So our own home base, our own home, I did 241 nights here. And I did 248. Which is cool because it actually comes out to almost like right close to two thirds of the year. Yes. Um, so two thirds of the year at our own house. Then um, we, I did one night at our Airbnb property um, called Race Street down in Philadelphia. And I did four nights. I did nights without you there. You did some for I some reason. I don't remember, but um, I must have happened if it's in the stat sheet. If it's, I was very <laughs> meticulous. So then we had another place called Jefferson Street. We both did three nights there. So that's another Airbnb property we own in the city. And our newest Airbnb in, in the city called Reese Street, we both did one night. So total, overall, I did five nights in our Airbnbs that we own, and you did eight nights. Then we stayed at friends' houses. So clearly Trev has more friends than me because his number is double mine, ringing in only at six different nights at friends' houses. And I did 13. And this was mostly from the trip to, uh, out to Colorado that I did and stayed with my buddy Matt. Then we broke it up into family. Well, I guess you like your family more because I had five nights in family, you know, family homes. And I had nine. We had zero nights at all on any type of resort. So this Ooh, was a category for I would like to change that for 2020. <laughs> yeah, we got to change Let's that. resort it up. We got to go to a resort. Um, hotels, we both did six nights um, in various hotels, running the gamut. If you listen to our superlatives episode, some were great. Some were Turnersville, Hampton Inn in New, New Jersey. Jersey. So not great. Um, the biggest difference I would say have for sure from 2015 until now, and just as we continue to do this, is the proliferation of staying in Airbnbs. And that just makes sense as Airbnb. And I, we'll just call them, i calling them Airbnbs, apartment rentals. Um, that has become more and more popular for everyone. We did a lot of this this year, and this was our second biggest chunk of days. Yeah, um, 59 nights for me and 61 nights for Trav. And I have to say that when we are traveling, because we have the two kids, it is just nicer to be in an apartment because it gives us more space. Wit is very active now at you know two years old. He needs some space to play. And when we're going for a long extended periods of time, you just don't necessarily want to be in a hotel room for a week or more. Right. And so that's why for us, I mean, it's it's uh, 10 times, you know, our Airbnb numbers are right around 60 and then the hotels was six nights um, a year. So, yeah, we definitely prefer the apartment rental route. You are probably a little happy about this next number. Zero nights in hostels. Now, let me just both say. Of us. Do you have a little nostalgia, us. though? I have to say. If the hostel is cool, like we have stayed in some very unique, interesting hostels. Most of them were in Europe. I think Europe does a better job of making cool hostels than the U.S. does. I, I'm not going to say that I miss it necessarily, but I didn't mind staying in some of those cooler hostels. Now, the ones that are just like a crash pad where there are, you know, 24 people, bunks. Yeah. In a, in a and people are on their gap year and just partying being wild. I mean, no, no, no. I don't miss that. Yeah. All right. So it depends on the type of hostel. With zero nights in hostels for both of us, we are keeping the streak alive here. Uh, another year where we spent one night on a plane. So we did an overnight between Portland and Philadelphia. What about um, when we went to Croatia? That wasn't overnight? That 
may have been an uh, over. Oh, oh no! Oh no! I should have edited oh, no. this stat sheet before the podcast. There's a something there's is a, missing. There's a rogue knight in there. You know what? I may have. Yeah, we did spend an overnight on the way there to Croatia yes, from did. Philly to mm-hmm. London. Guys, uh oh. Well, we're going to go back no, I, and food. Did we go to London? I thought it was direct Philly to Zagreb. No, it's that Philly, exist. London to Zagreb. Philly, London, yeah. Zagreb. So, all right. I must two, have blocked out the right, London part. Two nights on a plane. Okay. So there is a rogue night in there somewhere that is skewing these numbers. We'll go back and fix that um, because I like to be very, very meticulous. <laughs> Obviously not meticulous enough. Um, all right. Inns and B&Bs. And, and when we call it like an inn or a B&B, you know, the difference between this and maybe a hotel for us, this is like a locally owned guest house, locally owned inn. Um, we both did four nights there, and this was during our trips to Croatia when we had the inns. Yes, um, yep, during at least different, part of it. Yep, yep. Okay, and then we actually spent three nights in the hospital, and that was not because of any bad thing. It was during the, the birth of our daughter. So Travis and I both, he was a great husband. And even though I said, listen, if you want to go home, sleep in a more comfortable bed, he stayed in the hospital room with me and Hattie. I did. And we were only, we're less than a mile. Our house is less than a mile from the hospital. So I, I could have come back and slept here. I didn't. I wanted to be with you. Yeah. It was it was a nice little break. Food in the hospital, horrendous. Oh, abysmal. Um, But it was not that bad of a stay there. Uh, house sitting. So we are big proponents of house sitting. We haven't done a ton over the last couple of years, but this year we knew that we wanted to spend a, a decent chunk of time in March in Boulder, Colorado, because Jason from Zero to Travel, his family is going to be there. We wanted to be around them. You know, Colorado in, in March is a great time. Sometimes you get really beautiful weather. Sometimes you get snow. So we knew we wanted to be in Colorado, but we also knew it was going to be pretty expensive if we were going to rent an Airbnb for a whole month. So we lucked out and uh, well, we put the call out and a friend of ours, Ziana, got us in contact with another person who needed a house sit. And so we did 24 straight nights at a great house backed up to Chautauqua Park. Um, there were two dogs there that we got that we took care of. Um, usually when you're house sitting, if you're unfamiliar with it, you are not always, but pet sitting as well, watching someone's house as they go away. So 24 straight nights at a house sit. And uh, it, it was nice. I think I enjoyed it maybe a little more than you. But overall, it was a, it was a big chunk of time. We're, again, we're trying to do longer chunks of time. And that was one of the biggest chunks of time that we've done in one spot ever of our traveling yeah and i mean i i enjoyed it as well i like colorado i would just you know what my dream house it would be on the beach somewhere so here's a call out to anybody who knows of a house sit on the beach somewhere in the world that is what would excite me yeah and i'm i'm with you uh i i wouldn't mind doing a house sit somewhere somewhere different but i yeah we had a great time so i think that I foresee there possibly being more house sitting slash house swapping in our future, especially if we try to do these longer, longer term trips. Um, and then the last one on here, I had to add this category: camp. camp. I, I did s- not camp at all. When did you camp? I, it wasn't. It wasn't camping in a tent. Oh, it was hunting. I, camp. My father uh, has a. Father, that sounded so formal. My father has a hunting cabin. Uh, it, it is a hunting cabin. Yeah, and the hunting cabin is not formal. <laughs> no, it is, it is very, very rustic. They bare bones. did add a flush toilet like 10 years ago. So for the first, you know, 25 years of my life, we went and there was just an outhouse. I have not gone up that much. I'm not a huge hunter. I have nothing against hunting. I, you know, 
I'm not going to go down that. That can be a, a slippery slope. I just, you know, I don't you, hunt really. I've been out hunting. I don't hunt a lot. I took Wit out to our hunting cabin uh, over Memorial Day, yes, was it? Yes, and, and it was, was your first trip with Wit away from me. And, you know, I had mixed feelings at first about it. But then as soon as you guys left and I was like, oh, my goodness, I have about 36 hours all to myself and I can do whatever I want. It was a very nice break for me and a really nice bonding time for you and Wit, I think. It was. It was a great, great experience. It may come up on our Best Experiences podcast, Ooh, nice. just FYI. So I spent two days camping or in a hunting camp, Heather spent zero, for a total of 365 days. I found out the culprit as we're oh, going through okay. it, just so everyone knows. I gave us an extra day. I gave us an extra day um, at an Airbnb oh, in Portland. Yeah. Um, when we actually we left that Airbnb and got on a plane that night. So it'll be two nights on a plane, one less day at an Airbnb. So everyone who's keeping track, I know you're writing this down, 60 days at an Airbnb for me. I don't think anybody's writing this down. <laughs> Just wanted to make put it out there. All right, so some fun facts that, we've, that we came up with uh, and that we saw happen over this past year with our stats. Heth, you would be ha- you are happy with I this. I am happy. So you read it out loud and proud. Loud and proud. Longest time in one place. In 2019, we have a new record. Obviously, I would ask you to guess, but I think it's pretty clear. 61 straight days in our own home. It would have been 82 days total, but there was like a three-day okay, spot. Sorry. Yep in the middle there where we were at the hospital. So it was, what it was was 61 days here at our house, then three nights at the hospital, which is a mile down the road, then 21 more days after Hadley was born at our house. So all told 84 days in this little hamlet. I also think that this is a mistake because what about Ocean City, New Jersey? Ocean City, New Jersey is on there. But we would have been there in between this time. So it wouldn't have been consecutive. You're... (laughs) <laughs> I, what are you talking about here? We had this was this was in August. Oh, okay. And okay. Ocean City. I have the spreadsheet here. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Ocean City, New Jersey. As soon as we got back from Ocean City, that's what you're talking about. We had 21 days. I'm sorry. I did. All right. I got the numbers. Right. We had 21 days in in our house. Then we went to the hospital for three. Then we had, had 61 s- after oh, she was born. Okay. So you're okay, okay. I misspoke. So a total of 84 days <laughs> within this square gotcha. mile. There was just three days in the hospital. So that is a new record for us. The longest before that was 57 straight days in 2016. And and here's a crazy thing. In 2017, the longest we ever stayed in our own house was 24 days in a row. So we didn't oh, even ever spend goodness. a whole month there in 2017. That makes me very tired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that seems like but, a lot. But that was before we had kids. Or I guess, wait, no, that was when I was pregnant with Wit. Yeah, it was It was at the end of the year, 2017, we ended up spending time. But before you were had him, wow. while you were pregnant, we were wow. bumping around very quick. Wow. Good on you. Thank you. Thank you, you deserve, for that recognition. I appreciate that. You deserve a treat for that <laughs> one. Yeah, that was a crazy year, 2017, as you were pregnant and we were bumping around the world. Um, and then time in our house, in our actual home base, because as we said, our travel style has changed. You know, we went from being, we moved back in this house in August 2015. And so we went from being nomadic. You know, we lived in Japan 2010 to 2012. And then we were nomadic for about two and a half, three years. Uh, we came back to this area, but, but we had people living in our house. And then we took it back over August 2015. And so since that time, I'm just going to read these out. Heth, you could comment on these. In 2016, I spent 227 days in our home base. You spent 230. In 2017, the year we just talked about was the least. I spent 210 days here. You spent 208. 
last like 2018, I did 239 days here. You did 250. And then this year, pretty similar. Very similar. I did 241 and you did 248. So we've now started to see us be in our home base about two thirds of the year. Yeah. I mean, we still take a lot of trips because, you know, that's two thirds of the year. We're here. One third of it. We are somewhere else in the world. And it's usually multiple different little places. So I'm yeah, four I'm, months away. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a significant amount of time. And I wonder what it will be like in 2020, because now we have two little ones. Wit is literally he just turned two months and Hattie is almost five months. So or two years and five months. Yeah, it's just a little bit harder. It is. And I mean, we'll still travel. Don't get me wrong. But I am always interested. One of the reasons I love being hashtag numbers nerd, especially doing this, is that I love seeing at the end, you know, you have in your head this idea of how the year was. And then you go back. And that's one of the reasons I like reminiscing and doing all these year interview shows. But the numbers don't lie unless, of course, you get the numbers wrong like I messed up and missed that plane one, one right? One day. But I think that's The numbers don't lie. It, you know, in our head, we kind of think, oh, man, I must have been traveling a ton this year. But, you know, we're not keeping track of how many were in Airbnbs, how many were here, there, and otherwhere. And so it's fun to look back and say, man, 2019, even though it wasn't crazy intentional, like we didn't try to have this, was almost the exact same amount of time in our house, like 239 for me, 241 this year, you were 250 and 248. So almost to the day, same amount of time in our home base. So my guess, if I was looking ahead, would be that the numbers will probably come out close to that. I'm guessing it'll be around two thirds at our home base and one third traveling. I just think as you mentioned, it'll be more stretched out. Like it won't be as quick. It'll be longer periods like how we did in Colorado, 24 straight days, something like that. So uh, that's all the places we slept. If you go through and do your numbers, again, please let us know. We do have a, a very loyal group of EPOP listeners who shoot us messages every year and say that they had fun doing their spreadsheet too. So let us know how many places did you sleep, how many different places, and then you know how, what was that breakdown like? What were your big chunks um, usually for most people, the big chunk is at, is at home or a home base. Let's talk about the flights. So we'll just run through really quickly the, the flights that we took. And this year we had, I believe it was 12 different flights for you, me, and Wit. And of course, then Hadley went on her very first flight as well. So just read these off at the... Uh, the flight that we took, or read off some and I'll jump into. The first flight of 2019, we went to Tampa. So we did Philadelphia to Tampa. Then we did Tampa to Mexico City. Then we took a bus to Cretro and flew from Cretro, Mexico to Philadelphia back home. Then Trav went to... Philly to Denver, but and then you came but out. But then I after came that. out. It was a separate flight, I guess. So, but we both did Philly to Denver separately, and then Denver to back home to Philly together with then, Wit. Then we did our longest flight of the year, which was Philly, London to Zagreb, Croatia, and then on the way back, it was Zagreb stopover, not a stopover, but a layover in Rome. And then that hellacious flight, yeah. nine hours, Rome and to Philly. The Rome was almost a stopover because we barely made our flight. And we thought we were going to have to stay in Rome and get another flight home to Philly. But we made it. And then we went from Philadelphia to Seattle to Victoria was our last destination. And, and this was in the summer. And we went Victoria. So then we flew Victoria, Seattle, Eugene. So if, 
Victoria to Seattle, our shortest flight of the year for oh, sure. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's like a little puddle jump. 35 of, minutes, maybe right. 40 it's minutes. Like up and down. Then we flew to Eugene, Oregon, got to hang out with our friend um, Vanessa. And then, you know, road tripped up, short little road trip to Portland. So then the flight was Portland to Philly. That is the one that I missed. So that was an overnight flight. And then last bit of this year, December, we didn't take many flights then uh, or any flights at all in the fall, but we did squeeze one in here in December. Philly to Tampa, and then Tampa back to Philly. Yeah. And that was well worth and that it. That was a great trip. But I have to say that my favorite flight was the one from Portland back home to Philadelphia. And it might even make oh a best experience. A best experience. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If you listen to our superlatives, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it if you haven't. But the, our best flight was Portland to Philly. It was just it was overnight and everyone slept. So like for us, that's a win. Might be your best experience. Okay, not or, my not, number one, might but on it might list. be mentioned. It might, might be on the list. Make sure you listen to part seven. You gotta see how high <laughs> a overnight flight with the kids sleeping is on Heather's travel list of best experiences. So miles flown. Trav, Heather, and Whit, we all did the same flights, even though you came Philly to Denver, you know, separately. after me separately. That's 23,418 miles flown. That's 12 flights. And then Hadley snuck in on that last one, Philly to Tampa, and then Tampa back to Philly. So for her, that is two separate flights and 1,840 miles. So she has logged 1,840 miles. So then we talk about our overland miles. And for this, have we only do stuff that is a road trip like we're not actually tracking oh my gosh i drove to the store or anything like sure. that this is just bigger chunk travel overland miles and uh we all did i only snuck one extra one in here we'll talk about that so we did have a a few pretty cool bigger overland trips here Yes, the first one of the year was from Mexico City to Cretro, Mexico, and we took a bus. The bus was very comfortable, and it was a very long day of a flight from Tampa to Mexico City, and then the bus, and the kids did fantastically well on this trip. I mean, the kids I were actually kids, better than the adults. before we had Hadley, but we were with Jason and Anna Dorta, and they had two kids, and we had Wit, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was not bad at all. No, we did a lose... Our pack and play. Mm -hmm. So someone in Mexico City or Carretero has a very nice guava family pack and play. It was <laughs> left underneath the bottom of the bus. 135 miles and one lost pack and play. I did a little, you know, round trip, road trip, Boulder, Colorado to Vail to ski and then back to Boulder. That was 216 miles. And that was the only one that I did different from you and Wit. So I got a, a snuck in 216 extra overland miles there. Then we did um, a trip, just a short one, Eugene to Oak Ridge. And this is all in Oregon. And then Oak Ridge back to Eugene and then to Portland. Yeah. So 208 overland miles. And then our, our big, our longest, well, I don't know. There was two big road trips. This was the first one. This was international. We rented a car when we went to Croatia and we flew into Zagreb. And we did Zagreb down to Plitvice Lakes, where we unfortunately, if you heard our mishaps, did not get to go to Plitvice no, Lakes because we, did we didn't not. buy tickets ahead of time. Buy tickets ahead of time if you're going to Plitvice Lakes. It's a new thing. Yes. Then we went down from Plitvice to Split, down to Corch the island of Corchula, spent a few days there. We did the drove da we drove down the Pajalzik Peninsula down to Dubrovnik. Then we went to Hersignovi. In uh, Montenegro, Montenegro, just for the just evening. for the evening, 
just because, you know, we thought this trip could use a little more driving. Then we went back to Dubrovnik and then drove all the way to Sarajevo, stopping in Mostar, and then Sarajevo back to Zagreb. And if we weren't enough gluttons for punishment, we did an even longer road trip with two kids right. in, in the U.S. But yeah, this was this was a lot of bumping around. And it was a 10-day trip. And we did... <laughs> very fast travel. It was very fast travel. We did 862 miles in 10 days, which doesn't sound like a lot if you're on a long, straight road and you're just, you know, you're going and you're saying, oh, I'm going to put 400 miles on the car today. And that's it. And then we're going to stay somewhere. But ours was, it was like, all right, get in the car, get everyone in the car, drive 80 miles. You know, some of the roads are not the easiest in Bosnia. You know, you're not just taking off going 80 miles per hour. So it was a lot of driving, too much driving in hindsight. Um, good trip, but yes, a lot. Then we did a very quick trip just from our home outside of Philadelphia to Ocean City, New Jersey, and that was 184 miles. No big deal. No big deal. And then came our uh, our first trip with the little lady and two kids. We decided we were going to do a road trip. And overall, I would say it turned out well. But once again, it was too much bumping around because not even included in this road trip and this mileage was the stuff that we did day to day. So uh, we'll give you the road trip, but in amongst here, we were getting in the car and driving to places to eat and driving to small little towns around there, which, you know, that was not the most relaxing. So the road trip itself... We left our house. We stopped in my old hometown of Montrose to visit a friend in It's not your old hometown. It's your hometown. Right, well... Like, it always stays your... Doesn't it always stay your... Well, I, I mean, at this can- point, I'm all, I've almost hmm. lived in this area as long as I have lived. That's true. What is your hometown? Is it where you grew up? Is it where you're living now? Is it it's your, not is where it technically I was your born. birthplace? Yeah. So anyway. We got to figure out a definition yeah. for hometown. So we stayed with one of my friends at her, at her beautiful farm. And then we continued on and drove to Kingston, Ontario. Then Prince Edward County. Then from there, we went to Burlington, Vermont. Then to Meredith, New Hampshire. Then to Old Orchard Beach in Maine. Right. And then Back home to Philadelphia. Right. So that was our longest road trip at 1,380 miles. And that was, again, about 10 days. That one was longer. It was two weeks. Okay. We were away for like solid two weeks. Yeah. And the, the beauty, well, the kind of the downside was in Prince Edward County, it was beautiful. And we stayed right next to there that where the Glenora Ferry is, but we were on the other side of Glenora, which is the town. So every time we wanted to do something, we had to get in the car go to the ferry, get on the ferry, get into Glenora, and then go get something to eat or go to a grocery store. So that was a bit of a mistake not staying in town because it just added a lot of... We had our two kids, our friends had their three kids. So it was a lot of in and out of the car just to, you know, go get something to eat. Yeah, that's why I'm saying in 2020, I think the resort life, one time Mm. at least, you know, you get to the resort, you have all the amenities there, and you don't have to get in and out of a car and pack up everything all the time yeah so total uh overland miles i did 2985 heather and wit were just a tiny bit under that 2769 for both of them and then hadley clocking in 1380 miles so our total miles hath for the year mine was 26403 mine was 26187 the same as wits and hadley 
3,220. Not bad for a five-month-old. Not bad for a five-month-old. So when we talk about the countries visited this year, we both did, you, me, and Wit all did six countries, US, Mexico, Canada, Croatia, Montenegro for an evening, and Bosnia. So for us, actually, no new countries No at new all. countries. We went to countries we've been to before. However, Wit had never been to Mexico. He had never been to Croatia, Montenegro, or Bosnia. So, so for him, four new countries. Four new countries. And Hadley I mean, up. technically, she was in utero, so but it doesn't really count. I don't I count it until the baby's <laughs> here. So Hadley, two countries, U.S. and Canada, both new for her, obviously. For the states visited, also, you, me, and Wit... No new states no. on the list for us. We visited eight states. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New Hampshire, Maine, Colorado, Florida, Oregon, Vermont, also New York. Okay. I Man, you, I should have went over this with you a little bit. Okay. So nine, I'm sorry, nine states. Because we do consider visiting a state basically if... Like I always consider if you have a meal there or if you eat something there. like sure. driving through, you know, we drove through Connecticut a few times to get places and all that, but we never actually stopped and did anything there. And actually, Wit does not get New York because he was not in New York, was he? Because that was when we went to New York City. So we had nine states. And I guess driving through it, yeah, it doesn't count on our road trip. Right. We had nine states, no new states. Wit had eight states. Three of those are new. Colorado, Oregon, and Vermont. Way to go, Wit. And then Hadley, six new states. Not bad, Hattie. Not, not <laughs> bad. So there you have it. Those are our stats. Like I said, always fun to go through and do. You know, I almost want to say I feel like, oh, I'm, I'm bummed out that we had no new countries and no new states. But I'm... I'm what do you... Look at all that we did. I don't understand how you could say that you're bummed out after such a fantastic year. If Somebody you... slap this man across the face. <laughs> well, you're the only one sitting across from me. So I guess it has to be you. I'm sure you'll do it. Um, with no, I will not. You don't need a slap across the I, face. I, I guess what I was saying was, I want to feel bummed out because obviously you all, you know, I am not about crossing country. Like I, we're not about checklist travel, really. I, I mean, you know, to a to a degree, it's fun to count countries and states. Although I, we couldn't tell you how many countries or states we've been to, so obviously we're that's not our main priority. Is a certain number. Some people love that; they want to go to all 190 whatever now five countries. They want to go to all 50 states, things like that. I get it. I would have no problem going to all those, but I'm certainly not going to prioritize going everywhere instead of going back to places we like, which is why our big trip this year was going to Croatia and uh, and going to Bosnia, two places we've been, and also a road trip up to New England where we've been. So next year, 20 or this year, because we're recording 2020, I want a few new places. Sure. Okay. I do Fair want a enough. few new places. Fair enough. I want to say I'm bummed out, but then I look at it and I say, no, this was awesome, like and intentional and fun. And so I'm not actually bummed out. But I do think 2020, I don't want another zero in that new countries or new states column. Fair enough. Fair enough. And this is like another plug to get to Bulgaria, I think, in 2020. Just a little bit. I mean, <laughs> if you're looking at our list, I don't know about where's new that we're planning on yeah. other than Bulgaria, which I'm trying to, if you guys listen to our show, forget which one it was, I'm trying to needle heather a little bit before we go to south africa which we've been to and which is planned um for 2020 i want to go to bulgaria first it's not out of the way <laughs> okay it's not out of the way so guys thank you uh for hanging out with us during our stats if you did your stats or even if you did a little bit of your stats let us know specifically these are the things i love hearing how many places did you sleep 
because that means your hashtag numbers nerd because you had to figure out every night. And, <laughs> and I give you man props for that. How many nights did you spend at home or a home base and what kind of were your big chunks? for? So for us, it was being at home for some of those big chunks. And then obviously the house sitting in Colorado was was uh, 24 straight days. And and then, you know, we had a few other big chunks in there, like the road trip, even though we were bumping around and all. So let us know. Always, always, always fun to hear um, your travel stats in half. I can't wait to do it again. We say this every year, but I, I'm, we're probably not going to do this. We always say we should do it as we go, so that at the end of the year it's not hard to do, and I but don't you miss love anything. It anyway. But I actually I yeah. don't want to do it as we go. No, I like the day. You didn't even want to use the Google Maps. That's true. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget we've got a bunch more year in review coming out, especially next episode that's dropping very soon. Best meals. You do not want to miss that because. 2019, even if we didn't hit new countries and new states. We hit a lot of new places to eat. It was our best eating year. You think? I think so. Yeah. I think so. So keep an eye out for that. We've also got best coffee and wine, best beer, best desserts. That's a lot. You know, a lot of eating, man. We did a lot of eating. And Mm -hmm. then uh, we'll cap it off um, with the best experiences. So all those are coming up soon. Thank you guys so much. If you like the podcast, we don't ask for it all the time, but leave a review. That always helps. Leave a rating, leave a review. Let us know what you like. Um, always helps other people find the podcast and we love the community support from you as well. More people in the EPOP community, the better. So thank you for listening. Until next time. Happy free travels. I'll show you There are four U.S. states that have completely banned the use of roadside billboards, and you know it's not South Dakota and their famous wall drug billboards, and it's certainly not North and South Carolina and their South of the Border billboards, which I have seen ad nauseum over my life. And if you were able to get the four states, all four states that ban the use of billboards, good on you. They are Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, and Vermont.